All right. Welcome, everybody that's tuning in today. Thank you so much. This is episode two of Mindset Masters in Marketing, hosted by yourself, Will Heider. I've got some special guests on the air with us today, whatever you want to call it. Man, it's uh, somebody I've really been wanting to chat with. You know, I see them all over the place, moving and grooving, doing business, helping a bunch of buyers and sellers sell real estate and, you know, buy their first home and rent properties. I mean, guys doing everything in the real estate space. So, you know, we want to bring him on today and share in his mindset, what does he do in business that makes him so successful, right? Because, you know, the whole parameter around this podcast, guys, is to is to share in, you know, different successful business owners, public figures, CEOs, you know, entrepreneurs, people in, you know, this entrepreneur space that, you know, want to learn how to become more successful, how to scale businesses, right? A lot of it has to do with your mindset as a business owner. In addition to that, the ability to be able to market yourself. So we're going to talk about all those different things within this podcast. But today we've got Peter on to share his mindset and his marketing strategies that he uses in his business. So Peter, without further ado, my friend, thank you so much for coming in. Second episode, starring you, my friend. So uh, tell a little bit about yourself if you don't mind. Sweet. Awesome. First and foremost, William, I just want to thank you for having me on Mindset Masters Marketing. I do encourage you guys to listen to the first episode and, and listen to them continue going forward. A little bit about me. I'm actually a real estate broker here in San Antonio, Texas. I have a team of uh, 10 agents out here to uh, serve our clients here uh, to buy and sell and provide solutions for buying and selling. Um, ultimately, our goal, I have Hero Realty, which is a help every renter own realty. And our mission is to uh, help 100 families this year get into home ownership. Uh, just a little backstory about me. I started in real estate back in 2007, um, right before uh, subprime was a big thing. And right when I got in the business, my sister was actually a real estate agent and she did $7 million her first year in the subprime market. So that, that's a little reason why I got into the business. And then, and then all of a sudden, that market just crashes. Um, so coming into business... Um, I started out doing that and, and then it basically changed. So from that point forward, um, it was just harder to get qualifying, right? So being in 2007, 2008, you know, uh, loans were starting to crash and things like that. So what we did is we started working like foreclosures our first year. And then um, back in the day, I saw an ad in a newspaper, believe it or not, when the newspaper still existed, it said, our agent uh, billed out $10,000 this month. So I, I got a hair, you know, to call uh, on the ad and I saw that it was actually an apartment locating firm that said, hey, uh, we're actually leasing apartments and uh, we're doing anywhere from ten to $20,000 a month. So I was super intrigued and I've actually been in the apartment space forever. This is the yeah. first uh, year that I've actually gone into help every own renter, own realty. I'm actually a real estate broker now. But the apartment locating niche for me was just gold because in this market, you know, as you can tell in this, um, you know, real estate market, rentals are essential, right? So once you help every renter um, on the first part of uh, renting, you can actually help them get into home ownership. Yeah, it's powerful. So you're down in San Antonio, yeah? Yeah, San Antonio. Tech the rental market, it's pretty good. Like you have like a lot of luxury down there. Is it more like median or? Uh, it's growing. So our average rental right now for a one bedroom is about 1300 for a one bedroom. Nice, nice. So, yeah, all those people that you've developed, you know, over the years through getting the rentals, I mean, you keep a nice database, I'm, I'm assuming. So, you know, you can literally, like you said, help them get in their first time home buy, right? Like, it's it's pretty cool when you can see like a family go through that journey, right? I'm an agent myself. I've done that. It's uh, it's not like working with investors where they don't have any emotion in the game. It's all, you know, it's all about numbers, right? So, we're right. really not too deep into that, right? Let's like before you did real estate and mortgages and whatnot, like, well, like talk a little bit about, do you have other businesses prior to that or? Um, so when, before I got into real estate, I was actually doing sales for a manufactured home company. So we would buy wholesale uh, mobile homes. And basically the, the model was uh, stack them deep, sell them cheap. So we we're basically flipping mobile homes to wholesalers back in the day. And what we would do is we would just literally go like out in the field. We'd have this list of homes that were bank repos and we'd literally just sell them right off the lot before the internet was a big thing. It was yeah. just one of the things we were running ads in the paper and, and selling them to wholesalers. Um, and that's what got me into the game of sales. That's what, you know, made me, uh, you know, get into serving the clients and seeing that process on its end. But one thing I learned about mobile homes is that it was like selling a car. Yeah. You basically, once it hit the lot, it depreciated like crazy. So, you know, that, that market was great, but that's what initially got me into the real estate side of things. 
So prior to that, you really didn't do much sales, but that kind of like, you know, showed you that you're good at sales. You like working with people more front facing and stuff like that. Yep. Pretty much. I was doing retail prior to that. So I was actually a manager at Walmart forever, you know, like yeah, yeah, for about yeah. three years. And I did that for, for a long time. And then it kind of just like helped me get into that side of the business. I mean, what was your driving force? I mean, you know, a lot, some people are, you know, tend to, you know, you can go like the employee route versus, you know, being a business owner. I mean, what drove you to be a business owner? Like what told you one day, I want to wake up and be my own boss. You know, I don't want to, you know, have to, you know, go work for somebody else, basically have to generate all your own business. I mean, this is a lot of, it's not just about waking up and saying, I'm a boss now. And it just comes like, you got to work and we got to work really hard. Like, what was that turning point? Like, what was that point in your life when you decided that? So, so the one turning point for me was just the freedom, you know, so working in a job forever. So I was working, you know, anywhere from 60 to 80 hours as a, as a manager. And, and one of those parts of it was just like, we didn't have the freedom, even in being in sales. Um, it's, it, it was the process of just serving the client. So having, you know, going through the whole process, seeing the happiness, you know, we all want to live in happy moments, right? So we, we always focus on that, the end, the end result, the closing where they're happy to get the keys. And from that point, I just knew that, that we, we had a driving, that I had a driving focus that I wanted to serve clients in, in that, um, in that manner. And that's what helped me become a business owner. Now, like anything else, there are challenges, you know, to businesses. So one thing, um, that I adopted recently about a few years ago is I, I, you know, one of my mentors being Ryan Stuman, he has the G code app. So that helped me actually, uh, focus on, on gratitude daily and that driving force to keep my mindset right. As far as, you know, writing five things I'm grateful for, um, what my wins were for the day, um, you know, what my grind looks like and what my group is, you know, being a part of Apex, that's helped me, you know, being a, surrounding myself by like-minded individuals that own a business, that we all have the same driving factor that, that helps us focus on the mission of, you know, serving more clients and adding value in the marketplace and, and you know, getting to that end result. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I also recommend to people, like, if you're, if you're, like, if you don't have the confidence to, like, go out and start a business, or you're not sure, like, what you're good at, especially if you're younger, like, try a bunch of stuff early. Don't wait. Like, a lot of people, like, oh, I'm going to try that next week or next year. You know, my goals are, no. This is one of the things I learned from Grant Cardone, like, massive action. Take action now on your goals. Like, because... It may take you a lot longer than you think. Most people don't actually estimate how long it takes to become successful and they give up right before the finish line or they don't even get started. Right. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good stuff, but uh, Peter, thank you for sharing that, man. As far as like uh, starting your business, a lot of people, you know, it's tough to start a business. I don't have any money. Right. Like I remember when I first started my business, I had one client, I'm a licensed realtor and I started my marketing company, really started getting going. Right. And I had one client and that's all I had in three grand in the bank. Wow. Right. And we went all in, yep. but you have to take a leap. Like you go back to what you were saying, you're working 60, 70 hours for somebody else for pennies on the dollar. And you're seeing everybody get become successful and you're, and you're wondering what is going on. Like, am I doing something wrong? I know I'm working hard here. And that's another thing that we learned from mentors is right. Is put yourself in the right vehicle that will allow you to be able to hit your goals. You're not, if, if your goal is to, you know, provide a legacy, whatever it is, like if you, if it, if it involves making a lot of money, then you have to put yourself in that vehicle, right? If it involves, you know, helping others in a way like teaching, you know, it's not necessarily, you got to go put yourself where the teachers are, right? You got to go where it's at essentially. Um, Absolutely. You know, these are all like different mindset things that I remember along the way, but through trying different things, I was able to develop what I'm really good at working for other people. I realized those people were like, Hey, can we call you back? Can we work with yeah. you directly? And I'm like, those are not my, I, unfortunately I can't do that. Right. So as I grow, when I get better at sales and customer service, you, you'll begin to develop what you're good at and then dial in, become confident and invest in skills. And then, once you do all those things, and I'm sure you can attest to this, then that gives you the confidence to then say, let's start a business. Right. Yep. But you got to start with the foundational stuff, man. It's yep. talk about some of the foundational things. Talk about your mentors in the beginning. Like who did you lean on to kind of get started? I know you mentioned your sister. Do you have other family members in the in the business or? Um, so my father, way back in the days, back in the seventies, he used to buy and sell homes and flip them. So it was kind of a driving factor for 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 getting in the business. You know, one of my mentors being even right now, I. I if anyone that listens to this, one thing I do recommend is do hire a coach because a coach is going to help you get to that next level. Um, you know, whether it's personal, professional, you know, I recommend having both. So I do have a coach that's a, that's an apex to elite ops. And we actually, that helps us mastermind as well. Um, 
what that does, it, it just, he just helps us focus on, on that driving factor to how to get to that next level in real estate. Um, one, one piece of value I do want to add as well is like, whatever you do live and die by a schedule. So being that, you know, like anything else, if, if you, if you want to focus on getting more, you know, for example, listings in the real estate space, put your blinders on and just, you know, uh, put a time that you're looking to, to work anywhere from, you know, let's just say, for example, from nine to 11, you just grind out those, that those two hours and like that, just always treat it like, Hey, you could be on the phones, you know, doing this, looking for a client to serve for listings, or you could be in a call center doing that for eight hours. But the more no's you get, it's just going to be your next opportunity. And by taking that action daily, you know, and then on top of that, just simply live and die by that schedule, you know, by posting on social media, um, following, you know, an 80-20 rule. So if you're posting, you know, four things for for them and then one post for you, for your businesses like that, you're able to serve more clients and get in front of them. That's always been the driving force. But having those mentors um, have helped me, you know, level up in the business game, just understanding that, hey, if if you always live a lifestyle and show them your lifestyle and show them through value, you're able to grow your business that way and, and focus on that end result. Yeah, you don't have to go to a four-year university, business school, whatever. You know how much knowledge I've learned? Uh, millions of dollars worth of knowledge. I mean, it's, an, it's astounding. Mentors will change your life. And if you're exactly. not around this type of atmosphere, if you guys are just tuning in and you're not around what we're talking about, it's okay. You know, I, I don't know if you were, Peter, but I was around that at one point, right? We were yeah. reaching, we're looking for answers. We don't know where they're at. They're out there, guys. Look online, okay. search, search around. Don't ever give up. The message is out there, right? Absolutely. Mentors will hold you accountable. I just joined executives, right? We have a coach now assigned to us. Uh, literally, we had records month in January. I've scaled and set accountability sets in my business and set up, you know, kind of stepped away. These things have like pivotal things that I already knew, but by having a coach it provides clarity at which point you need to do certain things. And these guys, have already, they got sick. You know, I got Brandon, bring them to him as my coach. He's 16 bit companies. Yep. 16. I think he did. I think he did. I said he did 200 million or 20 million. No, 200 million. I think it was 80. No, he said 80 million himself last year. And then his team did 200 million. Absolutely. That's just the real estate. So like, you know, this is what you want to learn from like people like that, right? Like, uh, you know, Ryan Stuman, another example, uh, Grant Cardone. There's so many great mentors that are just right there. The click, you just look on your, look on the phone. Like Absolutely. I'm going to do shorts all day long, like on YouTube, not all day long. I'll, I probably should say that, but a lot, <laughs> I'm spending too much time because it's a lot of that stuff is like inspirational yep. things. Like because of the, you know, the algorithm, right? When you start For looking sure. up that stuff, guys, when you start cutting up the negative out of your, out of your feet, you know, that's, that's, that's where it's at. So Peter, so you have, is it, is it Haro or Hero Realty? Hero. So Hero. help every man to own Realty. Beautiful. So Hero Realty, brokerage, real estate brokerage, you guys heavily still do rentals. Talk a little bit about your group. I know she had a group, almost 500 members. Yes. So I have a personal group. So that's actually a rental group that I've actually uh, grown off of my email list of clients that I've actually that that lease department. So our goal, um, if you're if you're in the real estate business and you don't have any business, my best advice for you, no matter what anybody tells you, is work a renter. And the reason behind that, here's a little secret about about apartment locating. If you don't know this, most apartments in your market, let's just say, for example, in Texas, if you lease an apartment, they'll pay you the full commission. So say, for example, the average rent's 1300 bucks, they're going to pay you a $1,300 commission versus you uh, uh, renting a home. Because usually with a home rental, the average you know, commission's about 250 bucks to maybe half of the rent. Um, but what you can do is, is what you want to do is you want to, renters are essential. So everybody knows someone that wants to rent, right? So if you're having a hard time, this is going to help you get in front of clients immediately. And what you want to do is you want to think about the long-term picture of things. So if they're looking to rent now, and the great thing about Texas is so many people are relocating down here. So some people just want to rent for a short term, but where a lot of agents miss the mark is what they do is, is they, they overlook that. They say, oh no, it's a rental. I don't want to work it. But you know, what I've learned in this business is that question lead to confessions it's like hey say you know you're looking to rent something boom 
okay, great. I'd be happy to serve you. What are your intentions here? They're like, oh, I just want to, you know, scope San Antonio out. We actually looking to purchase a home. So what it does is it helps you build up your, your database as far as rentals. And then what happens, so say the average, you know, someone, if you rent them an apartment for a year, what you want to do is follow up. So, you know, like they say, the fortunes in the follow up, right? So six months into their lease, you want to follow up with them and say, hey, you know, I see your lease is almost up. Have you spoke to anybody about credit repair? Um, you know, for your credit or, or have you spoken to a lender to see how things look to qualify for a home? So what you're essentially doing, and this is what I teach my agents in the business, brand new agent comes in. If we can set simple goals, you know, like, like, I, like I learned, you know, with Ryan being one of my rentals, you know, keep it, keep it simple sales. So what you want to do is you want to, you know, be able to lease at least a minimum of five people, you know, a month, which is about one person a week, which is super simple. And over the course of time within your first year, of, of deals, you're going to have anywhere, you know, about 60 clients, you know, over 12 months. So five times 12 is about 60 clients. So over that course of time, you're going to have 60 clients. So year two comes around. If you close 10% of that, that's about six deals, which any, which is anywhere from one, 1 million to 2 million in deals. And just, and that's a small percentage. So, so th- that's the picture you want to focus on starting out because everyone's going to teach you, Hey, start grinding, you know, go out. But if you start focusing on the small things and, and taking small steps forward daily, it'll compound over time. And then you just watch your business just multiply over and over. But the key to all this is follow-up. I just wanted to add that. In there. No, that's, that's pivotal, right? Market yourself. You don't want to spend a ton of money, especially if you're a new agent, new business owner, it goes on exactly. all products, not just real estate, right? Find yep, the yep. low hanging fruit and provide value to them. That's what that exactly. group is, correct? Like talk a little bit about what you guys talk about in the group. It's for renters, yeah? Yeah, so our rental group is um, is focused on renters. It's private. So what we what, what I do every day is basically I drop value. You know, I drop buyer tips and seller tips, you know, because we do have a few buyers that have purchased and now we're trying to convert them over to sell and then move up program. So nice. what we do is we learn, you know, to, to focus on that and just, you know, try to speak that message to them, to educating them. For example, if you're a renter, what we want to educate our renter on is, hey, did you know that you can actually uh, have your rental um, added to your credit, meaning that you can have, you know, because what lenders look for is they want to see positive rental history, but you can actually leverage your rental uh, history on your credit like that. They can see that and help build up your credit as that. So what our goal is just to add value in that space as much as possible and just build it up based upon that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's been great. And that's been amazing. Just kind of adding that value and keeping your groups because that helps you just focus on the people that, that want to work with you versus, and, and, and it goes back to, like I said before, you know, people do business with people they like, know, and trust. So that, that like, know, and trust starts off at the rental side. When, when a ton of agents are saying, no, you want to be the person that just drives forward and says, yes, like that, if you're able to serve them, well, guess what? If you, if you lease them an apartment, who, who are they going to want to buy a home from, from you? Because you did, you did them a service by, by helping them and they like you, you got to get to know them and then they trust you that's all it's about especially with social media today you know you can connect with your clients so fast and so effectively if you do it correctly absolutely Uh, and if you create the right systems and this goes into the marketing side of things we're talking all about marketing a lot here if you create the right systems a lot of this can be automated right like especially someone on the follow-up just creating that first initial touch to get that conversation re-engaged right yep you know, so you're a realtor you, or broker. Let me clarify that. I'm sure. So let me let me ask them. So, do brokers hate being called realtors? Um, not necessarily. It just depends. You know, sometimes. But in reality, we are realtors because oh, realtors, our goal, yeah. So yeah, we're, like, our goal is to serve. I mean, brokers more of a flex, right? Just saying, hey, I'm a broker. But at the end of the day, we're we're in sales just like you, you know, we just have a team which helps. But nowadays, I mean, there's companies that can create a team around themselves, but we're the same. We're just like an agent. We're, we're still, you know, pouring water and trying to serve our clients as much as possible to get to that end goal. Um, yeah. The brokers actually have more experience. They have more schooling, more knowledge. Exactly. You know, it's, not, it's not as simple to get a broker's license as to get a real estate, regular sales, yeah. sales license. So, but as far as like, you know, do you have a, like, talk about your team, right? Cause you don't do, obviously you don't do all this on your own. No. You have a good size team or. So, so I have a team. Yes. You have a marketing team and like an initial team for yourself. Um, so I have, I have a VA that I use that, that, that takes care of a lot of the, the minimal things that, that takes care of like the, the simple things, but in reality in this business, it's speed to lead. So you want to get in front of that client as much as possible. No, you want to be face forward. Automation is great, but whenever you're first starting out in the business, you have to just stay focused on the client. How, how can you serve them? Customer service is key. If your VA is not able to do some of those things, you know, um, that's part of the scaling process, but you want to be able to, um, 
to be able to serve that client. One thing that's helped us in our business is focusing on our core values. So for us, we have our hero core values, which is to honor our clients, use our experience for our clients, um, provide results for our clients, and then uh, get them to home ownership. So that's our hero core values. And we focus on that daily, just like that. What it does is it helps us, it, it keeps our culture together and we're all focused on the same mission, that driving factor of helping every renter own. Uh, that's one thing that's helped us. But in this business of real estate, customer service is key because they can easily go to, you know, competition like Zillow, Open Door, and then you can lose them right away. So instantly. I've learned that yeah. Yeah, instantly. So speak go right to agents. Yeah. Yep. And they'll hit my funnels and I'll steal them and send them to my agents. It, it, exactly. It's different, right? Like, yep. so you really got it. Like you said, speedily is extremely important. If you're new to the business and you don't have a lot of money to market, market yourself, show up yep. to open houses, go to networking events, tell everybody, you know, Yep. Um, but I would seriously consider, you know, organically putting video out there. Use TikTok videos, do, uh, you know, do property videos, right? You do a lot of those. I've seen you all the time going around the yeah. property, the rental properties and stuff. Yeah. Different ways to market yourself, uh, especially like, does that, does those videos like get you sellers and stuff? Uh, absolutely. So one thing that's key, and, and I would I would um, encourage you guys to do this immediately is is don't sleep on on Instagram reels. Um, that's where most of the business is coming from right now, you know, being uh, getting outside of your comfort zone, doing funny videos, exposing yourself that people get to like, you know, you and trust you, even the cool videos that have cool music backgrounds and just have, you know, just a tour. Cause what I've learned is, you know, doing these videos helps you reach the masses of clients. So we gone from video views that were, some of them will have, like, we started off with like two or three views. And when I was like, holy shit, this doesn't work. Right. Yeah. But as, as I kept doing it forward, now we're having like 2k, 3k, 4k wow. views. And we're just like, wow, this is amazing. But what happens, it's a compound effect, you know, um, the, the things done over time, you know, daily, it just starts to compound and people start watching. If you don't think anybody's watching, believe it or not, people are watching. It's just a matter of you getting outside of your comfort zone and, and, you know, uh, taking action daily, just do it. You know, if you're watching this, do it today. So with that being said, I do want to add some value on your podcast because I do believe that givers gain if we add some value and, and you may have spoken on this before, but you know, like anything else, one thing um, I want to show you guys how to grow your, your friends list from anywhere from 30 to 90 new friends right now. Cause one thing I learned in this business, you're going to do business with strangers. And if you're in real estate, this is, this is a real estate podcast, right? Or is this for everybody? All business, but we can, they all can businesses. Be okay. yeah, it's good. Okay. Perfect. We'll be people out of realtors that listen. So it's all good, baby. Okay, great. So, so if you're a business, I actually owner, bring in the realtor. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you're a realtor or business over owner, one thing we already know, guys, is we're in sales, right? If nobody told you you're in sales, well, here you go. You're in sales, right? So <laughs> one, one thing I want to teach you guys is a method that I learned from one of my mentors. If you do this today. So what I've learned is we're going to do business with strangers. So there's three things that you can do for, um, for the next 30 days. It only takes about five minutes. It's essentially what we call the lucky seven method. So the first thing you want to do, if you're not on Facebook or social media, immediately sign up and get an account for Facebook or social media. I'm more than sure most of you guys are. Uh, one of the things you want to do is you want to be a part of Facebook groups, right? So if you're in Facebook groups, um, one thing you do is you want to add a value. So the first thing you want to do um, takes about five minutes is the first thing you want to do is you actually want to love somebody's post that you see yourself doing business, right? Um, people do business with people they like, know, and trust. So part of that is you want to just love someone's, you know, post like that, you know, they'll, they'll reciprocate, right? Uh, the next thing you want to do is you actually want to comment something of value. So if you're in a group, let's just say, you know, in a video game group, for example, and you have a favorite game and, and someone says, hey, what's your favorite video game? You just say, hey, well, this is my favorite video game. Basically, that's adding value because you're literally reciprocating. And the last thing you want to do is you want to uh, message someone something positive on their wall. Um, if you do these next three things for the next 30 days, you can see anywhere from 30 to 90 new friends immediately. And the last thing you want to do is, is you don't want to pitch them anything. So you don't want to be that person to say, hey, you know, buy my shit. You know, essentially what you want to do is you want to start engaging with them, becoming their friends. Um, and then once you, once they say, for example, they go to a nice restaurant, say, hey, how was that restaurant? You message each other. And then that's when it goes down on the DM. That's where you say, hey, oh, by the way, I'm a real estate agent. If there's anything I can do to serve you, 
I'd be more than happy to serve you. The last thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you prime your profile saying, hey, I'm a business owner, just like that. They know that, you know, because you don't want to be like stalkerist when you're doing this type of method. But over the course of that time, you're going to grow your database. You know, let's just say if you try it for the next year, you can grow it anywhere on a small average, anywhere from, let's just say about 360 brand new friends. And if you were to close 10% of that deal of those deals, that's 36 new clients that you have coming into the marketplace. And that alone is free guys. That's free game. And, you know, if you measure, if you use social media leverage that your business that way, all you're going to be doing is serving water and adding value. And it goes back to that 80, 20 rewards for a post for them. And if you're on social media, guys, just remember you're here to entertain them. Believe it or not, people go on social media to be entertained, not to say, hey, buy my shit. So if you do that and you pitch them once like that, it's basically adding value to them and your business will start just flourishing just with that one method alone. Beautiful. Great advice, Peter. I wrote that down. I'm going to put that in the notes of the podcast here. So everybody tuning in, make sure you check the description for all the information on all that that he just said. That's all gravy. One more thing I want to add to that is one more thing that he always teaches us, Ryan, is post on Facebook once a day, yep. right? And then work the groups. I do that every day. I wake up, do the post. I'm starting to get into that more and more now, but I'm saying I definitely want to work the groups, comment on people, you know, engage with people, answer people's questions, share people's things, right? Yeah. Share value. I'm going to be dropping some more trainings in the group coming soon. So create your own Facebook group, right? Yep. Do podcasts, invite guests on, right? Like this is all different things that you can do to provide value to your marketplace, whether it's your Absolutely. clients or your friends, or your family, anybody, right? Like it's, it's like a law of attraction, man. You just put good, positive vibes out. Like that's what you're going to attract, right? Like exactly. Thing. So thank you so much for sharing. I'm going to put that in the description. Mindset masters of marketing, man. This is, this is getting good. Sweet. So action cards, talk a little bit about that. Is that a new thing you guys are doing? Oh, action cards. So, so what we, so yeah, actually I, I dropped. So th- this year's model, believe it or not, is taking action. You know, one of my biggest fears, believe it or not, was jumping on podcasts. You know, I actually just did a podcast. This is my second podcast. So ironically, it's your second episode. It's my second podcast. So here we go. And it's the law of attraction working. So I launched a business this year. Um, just because uh, what happens in Apex is say, hey, launch a digital product and see how it goes. So I launched this business called Action Cards. And what we offer is we offer digital business cards to businesses. I priced it super expensive because I, I was modeling what someone else was doing. So now I have it for like 47 bucks. Um, super inexpensive. And what it does, it, it's a basically a digital business card that you're able to, you know, with COVID and whatnot, it's basically just a touchless, inexpensive digital business card that you can use with a QR code to, you know, leverage your business, you know, whenever you go to social events. Um, our goal is to help us a hundred small businesses with it. Um, but like anything else, when they say, when you get into another business, get ready to be prepared to be judged and get ready for the, for the, uh, uh, you know, to, uh, to be judged with it, you know, it's, it's not as easy as it looks. So it's just another business. So it's just growing that leg of the business, but all I could do on that end is just continue adding value. And over time, we'll be able to serve our clients on that end of the spectrum. Yeah, another piece of value that you can offer to your client base or to others, right? Exactly. Something that we, along the way, we learn that it helps us. And our goal is to help others share exactly. that information, right? Abundance yep. mindset. Why keep it in? And it goes for the listeners too, right? If you guys have information and stuff that you like, you know, that you're really good at, share it. People, people want to listen. Not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there, are, there definitely is people around that will love to, you know, hear about the knowledge. And I know I would, you know, I Absolutely. soak it up like a sponge, especially the older I get now that I have a son. And it's just like, it, that's always been my driving force even before he was born. Cause I knew I was be there eventually. And now I'm here. Yeah. You know, it's like a coming to Jesus moment. You know, it's like I manifested it. It goes back to mindset. I manifested everything I have in my life, good and bad. The decisions you make today, good or bad are going to affect you. So take ownership one as a man or a female, whatever, take ownership, good or bad and make the right decisions, make the positive decisions. And those things, the universe has a, a wild way of rewarding you. Right. Absolutely. Um, constantly investing in yourself is another thing the universe loves to reward you on. When you show up and you spend money and you invest in yourself and, you know, talk is cheap. Right. Show me. Yep. Show up. That's half the battle. Most people never even cross the starting line. Yeah. And, and it's sad. You know, it's unfortunate, but everybody has their own priorities. Correct. 
And I, I agree on that. Yeah, I, I try to reach as many as possible that want to that want to help and that we can help. And I and I reach up as well for help. So it, you know, it's this is how the the world goes around. That's that's how I look at it. But I'm definitely a little rough around the edges. I'm not college educated. I went to college, but for architectural engineering and technology. I wasn't going to sit behind a desk drafting all day. Forget that stuff. Absolutely. You know, you know and you learn these things, you know, as you grow, what you're good at, what you want to do. So, uh, you know, I encourage everyone to write down your goals, establish your core values. If you're a business owner, this is something we've done as well that really allows you to scale because when you're hiring people, they have to be in line with what your mission is, what your core values are. So if you're bringing people in, they're not in line with what you do. And, you know, the, you know, they don't buy into the culture, you know, you're going to turn and burn people left and right. They're going to job hop you. Um, I know because I personally went through it, right? It's I just, did as well. <laughs> it's just, you just don't think of your people as employees. Like, I'm, you know, a lot of them used to call me boss. Like, stop calling me boss. I'm your leader now. Like, I, I want to lead you. You know what I mean? Like, it's a different mindset. So when you treat people, you know, like people and you show empathy, you know, it goes a long way. It goes back to helping people, right? Absolutely. Uh, one thing I do want to add on there as well as on adding value. If you're a business owner now, um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Like you said, you know, um, if you know someone that's in your business, um, be, ask them to be an accountability partner. You know, what I've learned in the business is iron sharpens iron. I've never been afraid to reach out to other brokers in my market and say, hey, how can I add value in your business? In the beginning, it was different. So to, to flashback before I joined Apex, I was when I first became a broker, I was calling brokers and saying, hey, you know, I want to partner up with you. Is there anything I can do to help you out? Well, believe it or not, a lot of people told me to go fuck myself. You know, they literally straight up told me, hey, we don't, you know, we don't work like that. So, so coming from a place of abundance and mindset, I said, hey, is there anything I can do to teach you, you know, to help you grow your business? By the way, I want to show you a way that your agents can grow your their business, your, your business or their business essentially, because every real estate agent, it's their, their business, believe it or not. So yeah. what I actually started doing is I started adding value by teaching them the lucky seven method and say, Hey, if you do this now, you'll grow your agency and just saying, Hey, this is free for you. But if we can meet, I'd be more than happy to teach you my side of the business, the apartment locating side, and just, you know, learn how to add, you know, water in the marketplace. Now it's a different mentality because now brokers actually ask me to have lunch with them, you know, to add value and see how we can, you know, and it all comes from that abundance mindset saying, Hey, givers game, because believe it, or not there's nothing that you can't learn on the internet like you said you can jump on youtube and watch hours and hours of video but when someone's actually there to give you the game for free and just show you the business and help you grow it you know and and showing those things like instilling core values standard operating procedures you know yes. if they ever need help on that it's just adding that value guys and and it goes back to saying if, if you ever need that help don't ever be afraid to reach out to someone you know and hold each other accountable because you'll grow your business like that because it's always that aha moment. You may not know something, what someone else is doing, but if they share it with you in the room, they're like, Hey, if you start doing this in your business immediately, you'll get anywhere from, you know, 10% more business. And all of a sudden it's that, that click moment. But the main, the main thing behind this is whatever you learn is to take action immediately on it. And that's one thing I started doing this year. You know, that's why the goal, the, the word of the year for me was action. Just take action on it. Just do it. Don't be afraid to do it. Don't be afraid to jump on this podcast. Don't be afraid to be judged. You know what people think of you on this video, because believe it or not, you jump on a video, people are going to judge you regardless. It doesn't matter who you are. Believe it or not, my first podcast, it, it's funny that we say this now. So I did my first podcast, right? And the, the gentleman is he's local, he's a local mortgage guy here in town. So I was talking about the industry and for what it was. And I got a call today from someone saying, hey, Why'd you do that podcast? Like they literally started hating on me for doing it. And I was just like, Hey man, you know what? At the end of the day, your opinions do not pay my bills. So, you know, if you're, if you think like that and you, you have that fear, you got to break that fear immediately. Um, if you're listening to this video, I do encourage you guys to take a seven day video challenge. Basically it's just seven days of you recording videos of who you are, what you do, do that for the next seven days. And what it does is, you know, the first video may not be the best, but over the course of a week, what's going to happen, it's going to help you get better. I took this challenge myself um, and it just helped me get not be afraid of the camera, not be afraid of, you know, jumping on video like this and, and making those mistakes. And that's one thing that you can actually add in your business to add value, you know, immediately and, and just take that action and move forward, drive that needle forward. If you get anything from this, you know, take that video challenge and, and hold yourself accountable. Yeah, and that video challenge is not hard. The best way to do video is to teach something. Yep. Right? Like that's what I'd love to do. Some people don't like to teach. It's maybe it's just not in them, right? So teach, maybe they're funny. 
you know, yeah. sometimes I'm funny, but to some people, some people are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so just, I, I tend to not do the funny side, but I'm super informative. I love to teach. So that's my strong point. So that's yep. what I tend to do is a lot of training style videos and we mix it up with family stuff. Right. Um, but, you know, find what you guys are comfortable doing, but don't be afraid to get uncomfortable yep. because getting uncomfortable is normal. Yep. The more uncomfortable you feel, the better. Yep. Right? Yeah. That means you're growing. If you're always comfortable, you're just going to stay the same. Right. Get out yep. of your comfort zone. Diamonds are created under pressure. Right. Yep. Exactly. Things. But they're true. And when you invest in yourself, it goes back to the other saying, knowledge is power. You won't truly understand that until you really invest in yourself and you actually have knowledge to be able to share yeah. with people and you understand the power that that carries. But until you get to that point, you really won't understand that saying. And really, one day it clicked for me. I'm like, holy shit, like this is what they mean by knowledge is power. Like yep. just knowledge is power and you're going to be rich. It means the power of the knowledge. Exactly. The money, all that stuff comes with is a byproduct, guys. So like don't chase money. I posted this early. Don't chase money. Seek to solve problems and help people. The money yep. will come, right? And if, it, maybe, problem, if it doesn't come, at least you've helped people, right? Like, yep. so don't let money be the driving force because you get burnout. And then when you'll be like 70 with the grits and shit, don't be that guy in the yeah, middle. I know, right? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> One thing that's helped me this year as well is actually reading books. So I had a small goal, believe it or not, of reading like 12 books, one a month, right? Something simple. But I recently discovered audio books. And man, I've, re- I've already read like, well, listen to like five books. You know, and being and being that many books, it's amazing because, you know, instead of listening to rappers talking about, you know, you know, um, killing each other and, and, you know, all kinds of crazy things. Yep, there you go. And, and you know, it's now I'm listening to audio books on the way to uh, on the way to showings on the way to appointments. And, and what it does is it literally opens your mind to different things. It, it literally gives you content that you can post to, to motivate people off, off of something you learn. You know, it's a simple one book I recently read. It's called No Excuses from Brian Tracy. And that book reminded me of, of like Apex saying like, you know, fuck your excuses, no excuses, take action on the things that you learn. And it's helped me out a lot because it's just something that that was like a mindset because it's it's as simple as it, like that. It's the choices you make today that are going to give you the actions for tomorrow. And so literally list, listening to books and motivation versus the rap videos, because before I always thought, hey, I want to be this rapper. I want to have this diamond chain and, you know, all these crazy things because you listen to it on the radio. Right. But once you start listening to motivating things, it helps you actually um, enjoy to be grateful for the things you are uh, that you have and motivate others. And that's actually helped me out a lot. And if you want a 52 to one advantage, read a book a week. Yep. Right. If you want to know a lot of things that a lot of people don't know, there's gold in these books. Yep. A lot of people don't want to take the effort to read it. And listen, I'm, I've been a culprit of that. I'm re- reading more now. It's one of the things that they're pushing me in executives. A lot of these guys are freaking knowledge and it's coming from these books. Even yep. people packed in the past, right. Have like, they're just book heavy. It's like, and when I look at it, that's all, only thing I'd ever miss is like really being heavy on books. I've always got like courses and mentors and stuff like that. This year, I'm going heavy on the books. So we already got these three out of the way. I actually just got this one yesterday. Chilling Dollar oh, Coach. Million Dollar Coach, got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I got the Rocket Fuel that talked about, you know, your your uh, integrator visionary, right? Yep. So you guys are scaling. These are all great books. Unfuck Your Business with Tom yeah. Keaton, right? That helped me establish the core values, how to lay it Thank out, you. right? Yeah, that's so why it's really my sense, court guys. Like, this not nine cents, ten dollars, sixteen dollars. Like, they were in my, they were in my house the very next day. So don't make excuses. I don't have time to go to the bookstore. I don't have, you got time. I ordered that in less than thirty seconds from Amazon, right? And like him, he got no audio, so you can listen to it. Yeah. So, so just to share more about you guys, if you guys can't afford a book right now, YouTube has audio books for free. So yeah. I listen to them on YouTube. So I basically, you know, YouTube the book, and and there's so many books. There's so many. There's, you know, YouTube wants to give value. So they have audio books that you can listen on there like that. You can just literally drop the YouTube video, look up any book you want and just pick something that's motivating and listen to it for the, you know, their long books are nine hours. But over the course of time for us in real estate, we're driving from appointment to appointment. I live in the country. So everything for me is about an hour out. So, I'm, you know, I'm that's listening perfect, to audio books. Right? Yeah. But that's some more value that you guys can do, you know, if, if you can't afford the books just like that. It's like kind of like fuck your excuses. There's something for free, guys. You know, go on ahead and take action on it and you know, start immediately. It's funny you said that because a lot of people commute to work all the time, 30, 40, yep. 50, an hour. And what are you all doing exactly. with your time? Are you wasting? You listen to the radio, the bullshit on the radio, the bullshit that 
they want to press on you guys. Like most of the time it's COVID bullshit talk or bullshit, yep. right? News, weather, bullshit, right? Exactly. Imagine if you all listen to an hour of self-development or a specific topic every single day, that's what I used to do because I used to work at Best Buy and I used to work at every Best Buy. So I used to go, I used to bounce around as a vendor. Yeah. Be like 45 minutes, some of 20 minutes, but every day back and forth, I listened to Grant Cardone and go, Seller survival guide, 10x rule. 10x rule, oh, love it. Oh my God, I was getting jacked up every single day. Yeah. I go to Best Buy and just started selling everything. And then I, I go, know, right? people were like, people were hating on me. That goes back to nothing. If you're getting haters and stuff and you're getting the attention, that's an indicator. That's another thing I was taught. Like, it's an indicator you're doing something right. Right. Yep, like, yep. you know, don't get like negative attention, but like nope. haters are like because they're trying to, you know, suck you down to what, you know, we call the force of average. Yep. Right. <laughs> It's a force average trying to, and that, that came back to that guy, that gentleman calling me today saying, Hey, why do you do a podcast? I'm like, dude, like you got to focus on your come up, not what I'm doing. Cause you know, either way I'm out here, you know, adding value and, you know, doing these moves in order to educate their audience on things, you know, in the marketplace, I suggest you do the same thing. And, and, and what happened is the scarcity mindset, they, they're, they're afraid of that. They didn't want to do it. They're like, well, I never thought about that. Cause they say on average on the average podcaster only has about seven episodes that they come into. But if you jump on people's podcasts, what you're doing is you're adding value in that marketplace. You know, and it goes back to an analogy that Ryan said, you know, it's like back in the day, you know, little Wayne, nobody knew who the hell he was. Mm-hmm. But what he started doing is he started jumping on every single podcast and all of a sudden you couldn't get away from him. Now everybody knows who, who little Wayne is, but it, it just goes back to that. Wherever you're adding value, you're going to, it's going to compound over time. And guys, if you, if, there's a great book you can actually listen on YouTube. I highly recommend it's called the compound effect. It'll teach you several things in, in, in the business space that you can compound over time. It's literally doing what you do every day and just compounding to grow and add value. I love it. These are all great mindset tricks and tips and ways to market yourself, whether you're new seasoned, right? These are all basic things that you can do each and every day to move the needle forward, build the mindset strong, Build your family strong, your foundations for your family, if that's what you have, right? Yep. It's just talking. Do you have family? Do you have like kids and stuff? So, yeah. So I'm actually a grandfather, believe it or not. <laughs> I have stepchildren. So I have um, I have my daughter here at home. She's 16. And I have uh, my, my daughter, my other stepdaughter. She's 25 and my stepson's 22. They both have kids. So I have a, a granddaughter and a grandson. <laughs> So I have a big family. I'm blessed. And, Young and man, look good. Looking good. So, yeah, it, <laughs> you know, but my goal is, you know, my goal is to have my own child. I'm still working on that, even though being a little older, that that's the ultimate goal. And I'm manifesting that and I'm working towards that. Um, but all, all, all you can do is, is, you know, realize that what the things you have now, you're truly blessed. Like you, you truly have everything you need right now in the palm of your hands, guys. Um, it's always great to strive for more, but always be grateful for you have for what you have, because when you realize that everything else is just an add on guys and, and where, no matter what point you are in the business and remember you utilizing all the free resources that you have now will help you just enjoy those things as you continue to grow on your journey to entrepreneurship. And just be a, you know, just be a student of the game. Yep. Be a sponge. And that's what I learned as well. Being a broker doesn't mean anything. It's just a title. You can be a multimillionaire broker. And, and I've actually had the, the privilege of sitting with millionaires in the room in, in Dallas this past week at Apex. And these guys are so humble. And it just goes back to the foundational things of being grateful and being around them. You know, old me would have been like, oh, my God, this guy's a millionaire and be scared of him. But what I realized is being grateful and, and, and being around these gentlemen is it, it's it's I'm not afraid of it. You know, we're, we're all people. We're all the same, you know, and being around that, being around the getting and that goes back to getting around a right group of people, whether you're a business owner or not getting around like minded business owners and, and holding each other accountable is going to help you grow your business as well. Yeah. So you got the accountability. But in addition to that, you can also see that we all go through the same struggles. Yep. Right. The same problems you have are very similar. Well, not, you know, we all have different problems, but when you grow yep. through yep. business, we all go through the same problems. Right. Yep. And you're scaling whatever point you're at right now. Right. It's so you can learn whatever point, right. It's, it's, it's a powerful, you, the only excuse is yourself. Like if, if yeah. you don't step up guys, like literally information is at our fingertips. Yep. Absolutely. Another thing. Our I kids are smarter than us at this point, almost like the yep. stuff coming up. Like I'm glad my son's born now. Cause we're going to need him. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the old guy with the Nokia, like trying to figure out what's going on. Like, for uh, sure. I'm doing my best to stay connected. And that's one thing that, that staying with a connected group will help you do is it 
keeps you involved. It keeps you, you know, in the know, right? Absolutely. So that's why networking events and, and masterminds and mentors that are doing and moving and grooving are who you want to, you know, learn from, right? Yep. Your professor from your college might be cool. He might share some wisdom, but he's not going to show you how to run your business properly. He's not going to be able to give you advice on that. You know, yep. just, everybody has different advice. So uh, be careful who you get it from. Yeah. Uh, because you could be like that one guy, you know, loan officer, you know, if Peter listens to that guy and let him get under his skin and he's like, well, maybe I should, maybe he didn't show up on my podcast. Maybe to make an excuse. So I got to go show a buyer, you know, whatever. Cause the guy, you know, got to him. That was yep. his goal, but it didn't happen. All right. Cause we apex baby. We don't, we don't, yep. uh, we don't shy away. Right. No, we don't. No excuses. You know, like they say, fuck your excuses and take action. You got to drive that needle forward every day. And that's the main thing. If you're not doing that, I mean, you got to think of you really got to dial in into what your business is about and then go find your 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 um, ideal client in the marketplace. You know, whether you're a real estate agent or you're a business owner, you know, you got to just find out who, who your client is and then focus on, on adding value in their lives every day. You can't work a four hour week or four no. day a week when you're starting a business. Be ready to work no. six to eight hours a week being every position of the job yep. and uh, be committed to it. I promise you guys, you stay committed to it for a certain amount of time, long-term enough, and you stay committed. You will be successful. Just keep going. Don't stop. Yep. And yep. one day you're going to wake up and realize you have a company, you have a, you have a successful life. You're, you have a great family. You know, you helped a bunch of people, right? Whatever yep. it is, you know, you travel the world, whatever you guys, whatever your mission in life is, Figure out what it is, commit to it, take massive action, continue to invest in yourself, surround yourself with good people like myself, Peter, other people in the business. If they're in your initial business, learn from others and other businesses. Man, Absolutely. we're spitting fire here. Peter, you're on fire. Sweet. So, um, man, we could go all night. Right. <laughs> but it's all about mindset, masters, and marketing. If you can get these three things, if you can get your mindset in place, guys, and you can get your marketing strategy, organic, whatever it is. When I say marketing, it doesn't mean spend money. It just means figure out ways to market yourself. When you go into an interview, you're marketing yourself. It's sales. You got to sell yep. yourself on why you should get that job. When you're, you know, when you're, when your wife wants to go to the movie, well, who's going to sell on what movie you're going to watch? That's market. Like, you got to market that. Yep. Shit. You know what I mean? Like our kids, marketers, right? Market For yourself. Sure. Figure it out right? And just take action. You'll figure it out. The more you do, you'll start to refine it and get better. Like you say, the seven day video thing by that seventh day, you guys are freaking killing it. And you're, you're not nervous anymore. You know, go live with people. I've done that. When I first started, I go live with somebody and we did like a little group training and I got, I realized people were like, Oh wow, we love you. Will. I'm like, Oh shit. Maybe I'll do my own now. Like, you know, you don't realize it. Like people may actually want to hear what you got to say. Right. Yep. I started doing the, the live video tours um, at homes because it wasn't me in front of the camera, but it was more of, you know, just like the nonchalant way of saying, hey, guys, I'm live, but it's me speaking. But once you start getting in front, that's when you become the, the authority. That's when you become the leader. That's when people see you and, and they see that you're adding value as a person because people want to know you. They want to like you and they want to trust you. That's literally how I built my business from my back. I didn't have thousands of dollars. To spend. Even today, we don't run ads to get clients. We run retargeting ads. But that's just yep. to stay top of mind for value yep. base. But in the beginning, we did. I did exactly what you were talking about: videos, organic posts, showing up in front of people, providing value, helping people with their stuff, whatever it is that I can do to provide value. And that showed that I was that I cared about people. In addition to that, I'm now the authority in the space because you know the guy knows what he's talking about. He he's showing yep. us. He's not just talking. He's not just trying to jump in our DMs and get our credit card, right? Like exactly. People don't want to be sold. They want to be helped. No, and that's why Peter is so successful in his businesses because he has that helping mentality. He wants to work with renters, right? He wants exactly. to help them rent a property that he may not make a lot of money, but it doesn't matter, right? Like it, it'll come later. It'll come later. You got to think about the big picture. Yeah, like especially in real estate. Like real estate's a long term game. If you yep. if you treat your people now and in twenty years, fifteen, ten years, even five years. If you keep your people good, I mean, the referral business is insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, so good stuff, Peter. I really want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Can you give a couple, you know, a couple takeaways, maybe like three tips or just a couple little takeaways on, you know, somebody starting out or in business, you know, absolutely. Tricks. 
So, so like, like I, like I went back to guys, you know, the, the few takeaways from this is a take action. So if you heard something today, you know, follow that lucky seven method. Um, the second thing is don't be that person that goes immediately and add someone as a friend and pitch them. Do not do that guys. That's the one worst thing. You know, we always see it. We always see that meme, you know, you're always that guy that goes and pitches your business. Don't be that person. Learn how to add value. Um, and the last thing is just, is just have that servant's mindset, you know, and if there's anything that, that I can do, you can always add me on social media. I'm always here to help guys. Um, you know, I always believe if you give some value, you know, William, the same thing, he's always here to help as well, guys. Um, but with that being said, guys, I believe that those are the main takeaways guys is, is don't, don't give up on, on your dream and focus on the things that are important in your life and always dial into what's, what's important to you and learn how to grow your business. And if you ever need a coach, there's always coaches out there, you know, but utilize every free thing until it's time for you to scale, you know, and if you're first starting out, don't be afraid. You know, if someone tells you that you can't do it, believe in yourself that you can do it. And lastly, guys, one thing that you should live by every day is, is manifestation. So um, write down five positive things about yourself and say them in the mirror every day. Say, I'm a winner. Today's my day. I'm going to make it happen. Uh, believe it or, or not, I read this book called The Magic of, big, of Thinking Big. And, and when they're, what they talk about is your mind is a factory. So you have your right side of your mind and your left side of your mind. And, the, and if you tell yourself negative things, all of a sudden your mind starts working towards negativity. But if you start telling yourself positive things, well, the factory workers start, you know, embedding positive things. I'm a winner. Um, I manifest money. Great things are going to happen to me today. And all of a sudden when you're speaking and you have to speak them out loud, because if you think them, it, it's not the same correlation, but if you speak them all of a sudden things, positive things, they're going to start happening. And that's the beautiful thing about it because then all of a sudden you start off your day, you know, with the mindset that today is going to be great. And you've already told yourself that. So anything that comes for, towards you, like the force of average, you already know that in your mind that today is going to be great and that's what you should focus on as well yes love it manifestation the power of visualization i started studying this years ago one of my i won't go much too too much longer but conor mcgregor man people talk yeah. a lot of shit about him but i listened to his interviews prior to all these wins all this stuff he called it all he manifested it first he spoke it and put yep. it to the universe you can look it up read it watch them all it's it's the perfect example of manifestation. Yep. The power of visualization, even with tough times, it's easy to visualize when it's good. Right. Yeah. But when it's tough is when it really gets important. Right. Yep. Also, one thing that I use for myself is fear is an indicator to move toward it. A lot of people yep. see fear and they're like, oh, shit, run away. No, no, no. no. Fear is just an emotion. Once you go through it, you realize what the hell is I afraid of? It wasn't even that scary. Right. Yep. So go toward fear. Fear is an indicator that you're moving towards something and go to it. Attack it with massive action. Like Peter says, do all these things, guys, and others, and you'll be successful. That's all I can say. doesn't mean you're yep. absolutely successful. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't, like, how do you measure success is how you measure it, right? Yep. Our goal is to help you guys however we can. Mindset Masters in Marketing, Episode 2. Peter, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge, your mindset, your marketing skills. You're a master, bro. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Y'all come on your podcast soon. You'll you'll have it out. Yep. And uh, we'll share in the knowledge, brother. Thank you so much. uh, We'll talk soon. Have a good day. Absolutely. You too.